Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. And boy, do we ever share some of the very best in video game music on today's episode. Nothing but the best. Oh man, this is going to be so fun. Kind of similar vibe today to like a revisited or a redo episode because a lot of this music we've played before and it's just some of our absolute favorite video game music, but we're going to go a little bit more in depth uh, than we ever have before. This is just Super Mario Galaxy 1 today. Right. Now, some of you might be scratching your heads because we did have an episode on this series, but we focused on 1 and 2 in that episode. It was way back in episode 35 years ago. Today, we're just going to focus on the first game. We haven't officially done a spotlight just on this game before, so it's definitely time. Absolutely. I mean, this is, I, I think, especially having a little time, you know, this game came out, I think, 11 years ago, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy for me to believe because it still seems so new and fresh. And bold, yeah. Uh, but it, it really does kind of stand the test of at least that first decade of being an absolute Nintendo classic. I mean, these Absolutely. are some of the best melodies in a series that's known for having really iconic melodic music. Yeah, even when you're talking about the game, this might be my favorite Mario game, or if it's if it's de- it's definitely in the top three all time Mario games. Uh, but the soundtrack, I might have to say the same thing. It's so amazing, and it was very exciting upon release for the first time in the series. We were able to hear music that was performed by sometimes a full orchestra. Uh, other times, uh, especially with Galaxy 2, you heard a lot of other really cool ensembles, whether it was a big band or maybe some smaller ensembles. So yeah, right. this series was such an exciting turn for the music. And fairly newcomer composer Mahito Yakoda really broke onto the scene with this first game. He was the lead composer of Super Mario Galaxy. And I mean, he's someone that I just can't celebrate enough. He really mm-hmm. was one of my absolute favorite video game composers. And when it comes to someone following in the footsteps of the incredible legacy that's been left behind by Koji Kondo, yeah. I think he's up there with Toru Minigishi, with Soya Oka, as being these kind of titan composers that are able to take the reins of these really important projects mm-hmm. and just knock them out of the park. And what I love so much about what Mikiro Yakoda did is he also imbued his own very novel compositional and production approach when it yeah. comes to sort of the spacey atmospheric side of Super Mario Galaxy. It was a great balance. Apparently, Mahito Yakoda originally had a different style for the soundtrack, and he composed a lot of music and finished a lot of tracks in that style, showed it to Koji Kondo, who's kind of the audio director for this game. And actually, it was Koji Kondo who said, you know what, I think we need to go back to the drawing board. And I think it was at that time that he composed Good Egg Galaxy. is kind right. of like a proof of concept. And that that really led Mihiro Yakoda on a different trajectory. Well, and what I think is interesting is I believe Yakoda-san's original attempts at music were trying to capture sort of the Latin flavor yes. of the old Mario music, and it might have been too silly or too fun. And I think the right. sound that they came to agree upon together was one that was more about the epic grandiose scale of the games, mm-hmm. something that was, no pun intended, of cosmic 
proportions, which is kind of something that is, that's a phrase that's used again and again throughout both of these games. Before we get into the rest of it, let's talk a little bit about, we'll fade this back up. What you guys heard playing in is the wonderful overture composed by Mihiro Yakoda to Super Mario Galaxy. Starts with like a seven second stinger, like a really nice theme that lets you know that this is going to be an epic adventure. But then it goes into a more spacey, ambient, uh, very ethereal piano melody that also lets you know that the direction of this game emotionally is something that we've never heard in a, in a Mario game before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that opening fanfare, I want to talk about the melody. Ba, 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 mm-hmm. ba. It utilizes pitches from the Lydian mode, which we've talked mm-hmm. about before, but it's a modal major sounding scale with a sharp or raised fourth scale degree. Right. It's a very hopeful, optimistic, bright, and wistful sounding mode. And it's so perfect because this little melody ba, 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 is used throughout this game extensively and throughout the subsequent game, Mario Galaxy 2. And there's a really interesting history to the first three notes. It's it's a series of notes that's been used in this series so much, and we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. The, me- the melody to Rainbow Road, composed by Soya Oka, uses that same note. Hmm. Uh, the, yeah. the the theme for Bowser in Super Mario 64, that's true, uses that same three-note idea with that sharp fourth scale degree. Even when Koji Kondo revisited uh, the sort of ghost house in Super Mario Maker for mm-hmm. like the Mario 3 version, it has da 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 da. It's the same yeah. three notes. So there's something, whether intentional or unintentional, in the ether of Mario music, <laughs> these notes are almost sacred. They're and cosmic. it's cool how, yeah, it's like after that. <laughs> big trumpet blast in this orchestral statement, then Mihiro Yokota introduces us to the subtler, vibey, spacey, atmospheric side of Galaxy. Which with I these, love. Yeah, it's so distinct, the sound of those uh, synth kind of sine wavy instruments. Yeah, so cool. That have that delay on it, and the beautiful piano writing. Well, what a great start of this game and of this episode. We got to get into it here. The next thing we're going to move on to is Starbit Festival. This is kind of the opening cinematic and also you do get to play the first time you get to take over Mario and it's, you know, it's you're, you're heading up to the castle and everything seems positive and optimistic, but, you know, stuff's about to go down here. Let's take a listen to Starbit Festival composed by Mihito Yakoda. Thank you. 
You guys are listening to Starbit Festival, composed by Mihito Yokota, performed by the Mario Galaxy Orchestra. One thing that is kind of interesting that I've heard from different people is a lot of times uh, Nintendo uses their employees that are already working on the game in other capacities that happen to be <laughs> musicians. Uh, they'll use them in the recording. So I think it's the case for the Mario Galaxy Orchestra. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, some of the people that are playing are people that are already involved uh, working in the game, which I think is pretty interesting right i do think for galaxy they contracted out uh full orchestral musicians but i know that in i think on like skyward sword yeah maybe even on breath of the wild like i think they got certain nintendo employees because i i mean i i do think you know they've always been reluctant to move forward in terms (laughs) of you know using full orchestras and using higher quality putting more of a budget into the um music team so that they can create these full symphonic productions so i think that's like a funny little note but boy does this orchestra sound fantastic and this is really one of the greatest pieces of music in the entire well, Mario series, it's an series, archetypal piece of music for this game. It really lays the foundation of what you're going to hear. The combination of the delightful orchestra, very bouncy and lively, with those synth elements. It's something that is... When this game first came out, we've never really heard the sound before. Right, and th- there are so many th- ways to tackle it, but what I think is so fantastic, I first I want to talk about the music, and then I want to just mention a bit about the or- orchestration. Uh, this melody starts on the major seventh degree, yeah, da, da, da. and also the rhythms of it have this kind of old Broadway, plucky, syncopated sound, which is perfect for Mario. But I- in the opening chord progression... We have, like I said, that major seventh sound. And then our second chord is that major two chord that sounds like Lydian. But then it moves into this sort of minor four chord or almost like a half diminished two chord. And what's interesting about that progression is that's that kind of old fashioned vaudeville sound that we really associate, I think, with Koji Kondo and Mario music. Yeah. But this melody is so pure and catchy. And it, what's amazing about this piece is this is the first time we're hearing that proper tried and true Mario sound being given to the orchestra and it's such a perfect fit I mean I remember the first time hearing this it was just immediate it's like oh my gosh this is the next generation of Mario music yeah the last thing I want to say is the orchestration here is so lovely and so classic the way we use the strings in the woodwind section Um, not really any brass in this cue but the one nice little touch that carries through almost all the orchestral music in this game is again the synth colors we have that uh more delay plucky sine wavy synth in with the sound of the orchestra giving us some of those subdivisions and on the second pass of the melody there's this breathy sort of uh voice like synth that's doubling the melodic line which just adds a nice little spacey color and it's just perfect for this scene where we have star bits falling from the sky and we're walking through the mushroom kingdom so right after this basically the princess is captured and you hear some other really nice arrangements of Koji Kondo melodies like the attack of the airship theme and then when you're thrust into the first quote-unquote galaxy of the game this is the first theme you hear so let's let's move on to that this is called Enter the Galaxy composed by Mihiro Yakoda.
You guys are listening to Enter the Galaxy, a really exciting early piece in, in the game. And I remember when I first fired this game up, I was in college when this came out. I remember I was in the dorms and I basically didn't go to class for like two days. I was just obsessively playing this game. And this is the first time, you know, while you're actually playing that you hear the epic, grandiose nature of this music. Right. It feels at home for Mario in a way, but it's also larger and just more epic than you've ever heard before. Uh, and th So this is just a really exciting start. This is before you've gotten to the observatory, before you've met Rosalina. You're kind of learning the mechanics of the game. Uh, and there's definitely this sense of hope and excitement that this track has. Well, and what I love about this piece of music is that emotionally it almost feels like just taking your first steps. You're dipping your right. toe into the water. And there's something a little bit guarded about the harmonic progression here. Again, it's perfect for Mario, these sort of wandering tonality that mm -hmm. are somewhere in between maybe film music and classic Broadway. And again, we have those kind of dancier syncopations dun, 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 that maybe are more like pop music rhythms. But I remember the first time, actually, I can bring myself back to hearing this piece of music for the first time. And I was so reminded of the Star Fox series. Oh, yeah. And I, can I hear do that. think that Star Fox, especially Star Fox 64, was kind of an archetypal game for Super Mario Galaxy for Twilight Princess for the kind of I guess Nintendo Wii era uh, games that were following in the model of Koji Kondo and mm -hmm. trying to bring it to this next level of almost orchestral writing because I think the Star Fox games were more blatantly going for that even back in the 16-bit and 64-bit era uh, and I think you can hear some of that influence especially now going a little bit out of order you can definitely hear the influence of Koji Kondo's Good Egg Galaxy I mean yeah. with that incessant driving snare drum rhythm some of the syncopations we were just talking about in the overall spacey meets you know classic fun Mario harmonic language but yeah. I feel like this is such an unsung piece of music in that first beginning bump bum 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 that kind of chord idea is actually used that comes in some back. of the more ancillary music uh through the rest of this game so that's mm -hmm. kind of a neat little tidbit well let's move on to kind of the proof of concept this is good egg galaxy it's the first main stage in the game the main first main galaxy and this was composed by koji kondo and really laid the groundwork for mihiro yakoda in a lot of ways of what the tone of the score is going to be it's an absolute classic let's take a listen to good egg galaxy
You guys are listening to The Delightful Good Egg Galaxy, a piece composed by Koji Kondo for Super Mario Galaxy for the Wii. And it's so funny, knowing that this was kind of the first thing composed in this style, uh, there's so many other pieces of music that feel like they're using this as a template. Right. Even something like Gusty Garden really feels like this was the template for that Completely. piece of music to exist. It's so great. There's so many things I love about this. One of my favorite elements of this piece of music is actually the timpani. How exciting that timpani part is. It really right. adds a lot of legitimacy to this. Well, yeah, in the kind of accompanimental arrangement sound of it. I mean, you have the bump, 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 bump. Mm-hmm. Bump, bump, bump I love that the, part there. The, the lower section of the orchestra. And if you listen to actually the bass notes, mm-hmm. there's some really interesting, perfectly, you know, Koji Kondo video game harmonic moves that happen here. Yeah. Of some like jazzy tritone substitutions, yep. you know, where it's that sort of minor four over flat seven kind of a sound. Very that jazzy. That feels really that fun extended harmony. Uh, but it, what I love about this piece of music is it really is the proof of concept where it's taking the harmonic language that we associate with Mario and fun, plucky Koji Kondo music, but giving it to the orchestra in what I think was so important about what Kondo-san did with this piece of music is that it Mario music is earnest and I think Koji Kondo describes it as Mario music is cool mm-hmm. and people might agree or disagree on that but I think the thing is is that Mario music is playing the straight man it's very much taken seriously and these are melodies that honestly can make you cry very emotional and I think other composers when working on the Mario series they forget that and they think oh the music's supposed to be goofy and plucky and fun right and I think they forget that this music is serious music and when that flute melody comes in Mm -hmm. and you have those sweeping strings that are just playing these sustained harmonies I mean that's as beautiful yeah. as any Rafe Von Williams pastoral symphonic piece. It's so gorgeous. And again, we're we're utilizing that Lydian mode a little bit, which I think the composers of this game are sort of associating with the sound of space. But it also has that childlike innocence that's perfect well, for Mario. Well, my favorite section is actually that final section where it's, it's right. the biggest sound and you have the doubling with, I think, Glockenspiel there. It that's really almost like feels, the chorus. Yeah, it's the climax. It's definitely the chorus. Uh, Will was mentioning, so the crediting we have, uh, Koji Hayashima is the conductor of these sessions, and Will was saying that he uh, also did orchestration, is that correct? Yeah, he did orchestrations for this game and Mario Galaxy 2, and was also the conductor. I think he was sort of an independent contractor that they hired to kind of do this game. Man, did he do an incredible job. All right, let's move on to a different sound, different change of pace here. This is Honey Hive Galaxy. So one of the sounds that happened in, in, in this first game, not all of the music, not even close to all of the music, was this orchestral palette. A lot of this music had more of these kind of virtual instruments, quasi-general MIDI, smaller ensemble stuff, which still feels fun and classic. Let's take and a listen to... perfect for Mario. It is. Let's take a listen to Honey Hive Galaxy. Thank you. 
you guys are listening to Honey Hive Galaxy, this is a piece of music that has taken a few years, I think, for me to really appreciate. One of the first times I really appreciated it, as far as like just really being a huge fan of it, was in Mario Galaxy 2 when they were able to add some real flute performance to this, right. basically kind of remix and expand upon this. When I first played the game, I think I was such a big fan of the orchestral tracks that going to this felt a little disappointing, but I do think uh, it is absolutely fitting. You know, it's funny, when I was playing this with, with Joe for the first time, this was one of her favorites. She loved this track and it was just so much fun and it is a nice change of pace well yeah that that mallet percussion sound is so delightful and it is it is mario because it's very quirky i mean you have this the harmonic language is of the blues you know very simple chord progressions but if we take a look at what these instruments are actually going for we have this almost palm muted guitar sound or it almost sounds to me like a i don't know like a a clavinet keyboard or something like out of Stevie Wonder um, but then you have that mixed with like xylophone and marimba mm-hmm. and then mandolin almost like a dulcimer it, mm-hmm. it's a very eclectic ensemble of instruments which is in the tradition of great Mario music and That's this true. doesn't exactly sound like a piece that we've heard before in the series but I really commend Mihiro Yokota for trying to do something different and yeah taking chances i mean we can't i i feel like that's what we celebrated about naoto kubo in the mario odyssey series so i think we'd right. be remiss to not celebrate those kinds of choices well also i think sound wise production wise this is a track that holds up really well it features some real guitar i don't know if it's kind of spliced in in taking certain samples of a real electric guitar and then putting them together um but it definitely has some really nice sounds and yeah in when mario galaxy 2 when they add the real flute and stuff uh, and maybe even trombone I want to say that it really brings it to life but what a nice delightful cute piece of music let's move on to a classic this is another archetypal Mario Galaxy piece it it gives you that spacey um, exploratory sound that I think all of us were kind of looking forward to when first getting this game this is Space Junk Galaxy not using the orchestra this time it's using piano mixed with synth Uh, But what a perfect sound, what a perfect composition, Space Junk Galaxy.
you guys are listening to Space Junk Galaxy. So beautiful. One of my absolute favorite pieces of music in this game. Probably the first moment where I was stopped in my tracks and I think my jaw was hanging open. Right. <laughs> partly due to the music, partly due to the stage. It's just so different than anything I've ever played in any video game at this time. All those sling stars and you're just floating in space. Just so creative the way that the music adds to the experience just a delightful experience in every single way yeah this melody is just phenomenal it's at the level of a koji kondo melody yet this presentation and harmonic language is so new and daring for the series it's perfect space opening up to a chorus (laughs) here you know that's another thing that's great about all this mario galaxy music is melodically it's it's composed like a song almost Mm -hmm. like a a piece of popular music because it has these pure sections that open up into these really satisfying musical climaxes but the the chords here that are being arpeggiated by the piano again imply that Lydian mode, but they're these mm-hmm. really extended, fittingly enough, spacey chords. You know that you might describe in a jazz language as you know uh, an eleven chord or a thirteen chord, um, but they're voiced in sort of this closed position. You know where you're having yeah da 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 da. I just really love the chords voicings. that he uses. They're very mysterious and surprising and beautiful. And I think what makes this track work is there's the perfect balance of dissonance and consonance, where there's certain yeah. chords and certain harmonies where it's, ooh, that's it doesn't always sound that pleasing. Um, but the way that it opens up and it has this kind of tension and release that yeah. is just so satisfying. This is some of the best space music that I've ever heard. Yeah, and the mixture of synths here and the sound and the programming of those synthesizers mm-hmm. is always just been so delightful to me. I think at one time when I really understood the brilliance of Mihiro Yokota and how he really established this specific sound was in Mario 3D World when there was a piece, the couple pieces of music where he would go back to this galaxy sound. And when you've been away from it for a while and you go back to it, it kind of makes you appreciate the brilliance of it even more. It was just like, oh my gosh, I want more. And even in Mario Odyssey when you get to the Moon Kingdom and you can tell, and that's a Nayoto Kubo composition, Mm -hmm. but he's so clearly. But Yakota was the sound director. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that they had conversations about, you know, what synth sounds do you use and what's the sort of harmonic language of space in the Mario universe? Well, there's. A few pieces of music in this game that you could you could consider the main theme. They all share a lot of uh, heavy lifting. This is one of them. This is the Rosalina story theme. Very emotional. You hear this a lot in the game. Also the theme of the Lumas. This is composed by Mihiro Yakoda. Let's check it out.
so impressive that this was composed by Mihiro Yokota following the footsteps of this legendary series. This could have been something from Yoshi's Island, something from Mario World uh, 64. It feels like just as classic, just as innocent and sweet as a lot of those lullaby-style melodies that we all grew up with. Yeah, I mean, honestly... If this was Ko- this is I, I've said this before, but if this was Koji Kondo, this would be one of my favorite of his melodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's it's written with careful study. You know, you that's the thing that I so love about Mihiro Yokota is you can tell that he's actually within his fingers at the piano played through like the Mario three end credits and yeah. the, you know the Piranha Plant lullaby and music from the Zelda series and music from the Mario series that he kind of understands the DNA of what makes Koji Kondo's music so potent, that mm. mixture of simplicity with the melody that's carefully crafted and earnest and youthful, yet these chord progressions that feel inevitable and surprising and beautiful and kind of making the most out of every single moment. Yeah. Uh, it, almost like a, a piece by Chopin or, you know, Grieg or something. Like, I really think it's at that kind of level of, of detail and just perfection in the melody this is one of my absolute favorite pieces in the entire mario series i think it's absolutely well and i love how it's used in the game this is when you're not actually playing the game when you're just sitting down listening to this really this children's story um and i love that the game gives enough opportunity for you to hear this and to really have a connection to the lumas a connection to rosalina it's just very sweet very and earnest. One thing that we're not playing is there's sort of a another layer to this piece. That's true. That becomes added during one of the storybook sessions, and that's also the most Koji Gondo thing I've that. ever had. It goes like yada da yada da yada da da da. Too bad we couldn't play that today. I mean, that's like in the DNA of like something from Link to the Past. But yeah, this storybook theme. Gee. All right. Well, now we're going to move on to another galaxy theme. This is Battle Rock Galaxy, and uh, this is a little bit more intense. Um, it's definitely battle music. It reminds me of some previous Koji Kondo themes in the series. Uh, something like the, the airship theme comes to mind here. Yeah, it's almost like in the model of, because Carl mentioned before that they have sort of an orchestral arrangement. Yokoto-san did an orchestral arrangement of the airship theme, the airship theme from Mario Brothers 3, and sort of this this piece almost takes those rhythms and that setting mm-hmm. and goes off into a new direction and it's one of my favorite in the whole game. Let's play Battle Rock Galaxy.
Mario Galaxy is one of the best video game scores of all time. No question. Yeah. It's amazing. So many melodies uh, that are just iconic and stand the test of time. This is Battle Rock Galaxy composed by Mihito Yakoda. One of the best, definitely one of the most influential uh, for us when we made our Of Cosmic Proportions uh, album, the first of our homage albums many years ago. Um, this is just one that is so confident and bold, and it combines a lot of the elements that seem really classic for a Mario Galaxy, such as the incorporation of the synth and the orchestra, really bold and at sometimes dissonant harmonies, but yeah, it feels so, so satisfying too. Yeah, this piece starts off with that kind of really interesting rhythmical vamp. It's militaristic. Kind of Star Wars. Even more complex than yeah, exactly. Even more complex than what Kondosan did with the Mario Three airship theme. Yeah. But in almost like a little ode to that, our second chord seems to be this very spaced out, almost major chord built on the flat two. We've talked about this before. Yeah. When when things move up chromatically but the timpani actually stays playing the tonic so you actually get this really almost a tonal kind of dissonance which is very similar to what koji did back on the nes because he actually Mm -hmm. had that dpcm timpani sample but then when this piece sort of opens up with the melody we almost have an arabic folk music flavor with some (laughs) of these augmented second intervals and it's interesting sometimes the bass voice goes down to like the flat seventh and it's this minor chord built on the flat seventh sometimes it goes up to the flat two it's not stock by any means i mean there's <laughs> elements in this piece that remind me of things that i've heard in other video games but it's completely distinct it's distinct within this game and it's distinct within video game music it's so cool well someone who is looking on the outside at the Mario series and might not be as intimately familiar with all the music. This is a piece of music I would want to show them because yeah. this is serious, bold yeah, music. Yeah, I mean, this is as good as... It's kind of wild that it's in the Mar- it's in a Mario game. <laughs> right. Even for me, who's a big fan of the series. Yeah, um, it's like Lawrence of Arabia level kind of orchestral <laughs> beauty. I mean, there's even parts of it that remind me of like Debussy or Ravel or something, but yeah, again, I think a we're perfect on... melody too. Yeah, da 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 yeah. Gorgeous melody. Huge, gorgeous leaps that are so idiomatic for strings. I think both Will and myself were kind of on the same page. We couldn't have sung the praises more of Naoto Kubo in the in, in Mario Odyssey, but I think both of us do really miss the the style of Mahito Yakoda and what he brought to the series. So I really hope that we're going to hear him. Well, because I think what's interesting again. is Galaxy is so distinct like what i loved about mario odyssey it was like taking everything that you've ever loved in a mario game and putting it into it but what i love about mario galaxy is it's like it's almost it felt like a game that was from the future it's almost like, oh, Mario goes to space and there's all these amazing space mechanics and there's this full orchestral music that's really rich. It's like, where the heck did this come from? Going from yeah. Mario Sunshine to Galaxy was just like launching into the future. And I yeah. do kind of, you know, where do you go from there? Super Mario Universe was maybe what some of us were speculating. But I mean, God, well, this game is just a masterpiece. What's really cool about Galaxy is most of the stages have a very different feel than what you've got to expect from 64 and Sunshine, kind of that sandbox feel. Very small little sections, and then you would launch to a new section, these really small planetoids. Some of the galaxies were more reminiscent, and this was one of them, and I think the music here definitely feels more 
familiar and like something we've heard before. Uh, this is Beach Bowl Galaxy, uh, and you have to have a classic beach theme in a Mario game. This is composed by Mihiro Yokota. Let's check it out. Beach Bowl Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy, composed by Mihiro Yokota. This is a classic Mario Beach theme. It has so many elements um, that were inspired from previous themes, some of the instrumentation. It's just perfect. You know, the accordion mixed with that really funky electric rhythm guitar that's kind of panned to the left. Yeah. You also have a little bit of mandolin, the and plenty of steel bass, drum, boom, 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 electric boom, bass. Boom, 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 it's eclectic, boom, boom. and it's kind of all over the place. It has a lot of uh, yeah. different world music influences, but it's very catchy. There's a little bit of silly and kind of snarkiness to the melody with the how yeah. much repetition there is, but it's it's absolutely perfect for this game. Yeah, I, I I must say this does fall into that category of Mario music that I'm a little bit less of a fan of, where it's almost Kochi Kondo would never do something like this. Like it's yes. simple, and the harmonic progression reminds me of Mario, and there's some beautiful moments, but it's very notey. And it's kind of, it doesn't feel as earnest as the other things. It, it doesn't feel like it's trying to be genuine. It's almost like, mm. oh, it's just a silly, fun beach theme. That being said, I do think it's a well-constructed piece, but just, yeah, it. Well, the first time I heard it, I was kind of like, oh, what is this? So it's more of the new Super Mario Brothers school in some yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it holds up really well. I love the addition, the one real performance element, that, that really cool rhythm guitar, it, it adds a lot. A lot of drive to this and I also love in this game anytime you go underwater in a stage or in a galaxy uh, yeah. there's a totally different mix where it's a little bit more and this ambient. was the first game that that did that where it sort of mm -hmm. had that the music would transition I mean I guess Mario 64 did have the music kind of open up depending on That's the stage true. yeah uh, but what's cool about this is they took that sort of synth production style and used that for underwater so yeah. all of the more acoustic sounding instruments would fade out and instead we get these really spacey atmospheric synths and those are some of my favorite presentations of these themes yeah sometimes i would just try to stay underwater as long as i Me could too. to just listen to those beautiful arrangements well of this the music. next piece of music is very underrated in my opinion i think it's kind of the sister piece the companion piece to space junk galaxy very exploratory there's something about this piece of music 
always made me get really choked up and i think that it's it's incredibly beautiful yeah i also just really enjoyed this stage of the game the gateway this track is called to the gateway uh, and this is a really interesting uh, little section. It's it's not really it's not essential. It's kind of like a little bonus section. Um, and I think it's is it the first time maybe that you get the the flying ability? Well, this is actually the first time you hear this is after Bowser sort of pulls rips Peach's castle out from the you know mm-hmm. from the ground and flies off into space. And this magic Koopa sends Mario flying, and you wake up oh, on this yeah. little planet. That's true. And that's when you first meet the Lumas. Yep. And then you do go back to this area later. This is to the gateway. Mihito Yokota so much. Oh my god. <laughs> to the gateway from Mario Galaxy. Definitely coming from the same mind as Space Junk Galaxy. Um, he's setting up these really beautiful moments that are like this big musical hug, but it comes uh, after a dissonant moment, a moment that you're not quite sure about, and the way that he resolves it is just beautiful. Yeah, and what's interesting is you get to these moments where the bass voice implies a certain kind of harmony that we're very comfortable with Mm -hmm. say like the moment that's about to happen where we go to what sounds like the flat six right but it's not it's like it's a suspended flat six chord with these interesting kind of pitches that he arpeggiates and it makes it more extended and ambiguous and And space again it reminds me of classical music it's like playing a piece by Debussy or Liszt or Chopin or something where it's like there's this careful attention to detail with every single pitch in an arpeggio and even if it's maintaining a, a general template you know where the whole thing has this kind of arpeggiated sound where it's basically left hand doing arpeggio right hand doing melody there's this attention to detail with what notes are being voiced that i I gotta say like you know this particular sound i know that koji kondo was wasn't was heavily uh involved in in kind of getting to this point but really mihito yakoda uh a lot of these spacier tracks uh i really get the sense that a lot of his ideas were, were coming to the forefront here and out of any sound like specific musical sound nothing can quite match this as far as 
evoking this sense of grand space right and just kind of wandering and exploration well and the singular nature of super mario galaxy i mean i can talk about things that it reminds me of but it really is so distinct the yeah. other thing that track makes me a little bit reminded of is kind of like the sound of the film composer thomas newman okay uh, like yeah. if you think of the score to wally mm -hmm. it also has that kind of lydian sound where it's almost minimal it's it's very uh, beautiful but this again it's it's different from that it also it's like the mario version of space music and i think that's probably the most impressive thing that mihiro yakoda did because yeah. it, whenever you hear that sound it makes you think of mario galaxy he really created something new let's move on to the second piece of music that koji kondo composed other than good egg galaxy he composed the main hub theme which is rosalina in the observatory now the really great thing about this game is there were three different versions of this theme and basically the farther you got in the game the more powerful this observatory got the more instruments were added starting from a very small ensemble to kind of a chamber orchestra sound to more of a lush full orchestra sound so what we're going to do today is we're going to play a medley here of two and three uh, versions of Rosalina in the observatory composed by Koji Kondo Listening to Rosalina in the Observatory, composed by Koji Kondo from Super Mario Galaxy. And if I'm being honest with myself, I think this is my favorite waltz that's ever been composed <laughs> by any composer ever in history. It's tough I to think beat it's, this. It's one of the greatest melodies ever written. I mean, you know it's what? so beautiful. I think I have to 100% agree with that statement. I, I can't, just can't think of anything think of else a more better. Perfect. Every section, every note of the melody is flawless. The orchestral arranging here is so gorgeous. The counter melodies oh, are interesting and melodic. The use of the orchestra, it's to say it's a pastiche is an insult because it's <laughs> within the canon of Johann Strauss and Tchaikovsky and these great romantic era waltzes, but 
it's actually transcends a lot of that. Yeah, because the melodies are so pure, but it has this sophistication. It's almost like you can tell this is from the composer who wrote, you know, the inside the castle walls from Mario 64 and the underwater music from well, the original I think Super that Mario Brothers. This particular piece of music, thinking about how many times you hear it in the game and how it, it evolves three different times. I think this is a huge part of our connection that we have to this game and to this experience. Yeah. Uh, just so moving. And out of any piece of music in the score, whenever I hear this, I'm transported to that observatory. And it's just a place that I want to spend time in. Right. And it's something that I've, I very much missed in Galaxy 2. They reverted back to the old school style of kind of these like generic maps. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that hub world, which was the spaceship Mario, just didn't quite have the same uh, level of emotion and depth as this observatory has. I just, I want to spend time in this observatory and the music is really a big reason why. Well, and I love the Koji Kondo theme that he wrote for Starship Mario that feels more of like Mm -hmm. an old-fashioned Mario piece, and they're a great sort of companion. But what I love about the melody, and I I think if you guys want to hear a really in-depth analysis of it (laughs) on our Breakdown and Analysis Part 2 episode that we did years ago, I kind of dug into all three versions of the Comet Observatory theme and really broke down all the orchestration and the melody. Yeah, check that out, guys. But the last thing I want to mention before we move on here today is that there are so many specific detailed adornments and, and chromatic touches in this melody. These huge leaps, very evocative contours in this mm-hmm. melody that are like a great piece of classical music. And it's something that, honestly, I feel like Koji Kondo has only utilized that type of sophisticated palette mixed with his melodic purity. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would would say like the legend of zelda theme maybe comes to mind or there, there's very few pieces in his corpus that have that type of sound usually we praise the simplicity or like how iconic something is but i think it's really difficult to make something singable and iconic that's also complicated and kind of twisted and yeah it's just it's completely perfect and I think it this is. is my favorite piece in the the game for sure. And it might be even my favorite Kochi Kondo composition. I mean, it's it's a long list of amazing it stuff, but it's flawless. definitely up there. Let's move on to Bowie Base Galaxy. Another archetypal piece of music from this game has such a great combination of the synth elements mixed with orchestra. Very epic stuff. Bowie Base Galaxy.
is so hard to pick favorites. Every time I get to a new track, I'm like, oh, this is one of my favorites. It's so great. There's something very special about Bowie Bass Galaxy. This was composed by Mihito Yokoda, and it has so many different elements that make this so perfect for the stage. Yeah. Uh, it just keeps evolving and expanding. There's so many different sections. It feels very epic, and I love the combination of synth and orchestra. But I think there are moments of just pure beauty in the melody. Yeah. Um, and I think this, out of anything in the score, I think he's really going full blast with having the synth be such a foreground element you know when you when you think about the start of this piece with those arpeggios the synth is kind of taking the lead on this on this piece of music and i know for me personally when we were working on of cosmic proportions this was one of the most influential tracks for me i i feel like i could hear a whole album just of this sound yeah the the sort of chorus section when the trumpets take the melody that it's almost swashbuckling. Yeah. Uh, but then, the, yeah, the there's a, a sense of I almost like... I love the theremin. Corn gold, maybe. But yeah, all these synth colors. It's so gorgeous and, again, very singular. Um, it, it fits within the language that's been established in Super Mario Galaxy. But it's it's so distinct. I mean, we, again, we have these like low piano octaves in the bass that are adding to the sound of the orchestra. My opinion of the soundtrack is it's actually better than the game needs. This game is amazing and all these stages are great, but the soundtrack is even better than that. Uh, yeah. Like it goes beyond what anyone would expect or what anyone would require of this stage. It's just so good and it fully legitimizes it. And for Nintendo's first foray into orchestral music, it's like, Holy hot damn. Yeah. I mean, they just knocked it out of the freaking park. Incredible. I mean, I think of other games like uh, Star Fox Assault, which that was developed by Namco, but it's a Nintendo franchise and kind of using it. Uh, this, I think, surpasses that. But I mean, yeah. it's I mean, like, what a gift. What a treat oh it is God. for us just to get to listen to this music again today. Oh, I'm just having such a good time. It really fires me up. Mario Galaxy, one of the absolute best God, I love, video game scores. I love the brass writing here. I mean, that melody mm-hmm. comes in with the trombones and octaves, and I think you have one trombone on the top and then two and three, like the bass trombone and the lower octave. But then what the trumpets take the melody, and then you have you know trombones and horns kind of filling out the harmony. And yet the use of orchestration is so effortless, but it also doesn't sound like a lot of... Of other orchestrations that I've heard. You know what this it's sounds like? Classical like. and simple, but it retains the melodic power of the music. This feels like this is taking cues from the Mario 64 uh, Koopa's Road, uh, that kind of oh, like final sure. stage theme, but it's going even point. further. And especially now yeah. that you have this full orchestra, orchestral Some of those arrangement. fourth based, kind of jazzy, you know, ambiguous harmonies. That's yep. a good point, Carl. Let's move on to a piece of music that we've actually never played on the podcast before. So cool. We're going to play at least one <laughs> new track today. This is Enter Bowser Jr., composed by Mihito Yakoda. <laughs>
You guys are listening to Enter Bowser Jr. We have to play at least one track that captures this particular side of the score. And there's a lot of other cool pieces that we don't have time to play today. Uh, a lot of boss themes, really, that, that have this kind of sound. It is a very different sound uh, than the main galaxies, uh, obviously than the main overworld hub theme. Very snarky and silly. Um, but the reason why I think we wanted to play this track is because it actually kind of walks the line a little bit. There are elements that do remind me of some of the more beautiful, spacey, galaxy right. themes. And it's it just has a lot of personality. And I right. love the use of progressive rock uh, that kind of do does remind me of older Koji Kondo bosses. Right. Yeah, it's it's a great... I also love the idea of Mahito Yokota writing the theme for Bowser Jr. Yeah. It's almost like if Koji is, you know, he's senior, Yokota is junior. Yes. You know, it's like the Mario 64 Bowser theme is, I think, the greatest theme that you're ever going to get for that hey, character. Will, uh, this is something that I didn't quite realize, but is this the first Bowser related theme that features a real electric distorted guitar in the series you know it, it might be uh but you know i think it's like that that 64 theme is definitely implying the right distorted electric guitar but the uh, one thing i wanted to mention about this track i really like the melody mm-hmm. it's very devious and everything but that final section dun 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 I feel like the composers of the new Smash Brothers Ultimate theme almost owe uh, Yakota san a royalty check <laughs> because that theme goes interesting. Maybe he very got one. similar to this section. I remember thinking that the first time I heard it. All right, guys, couldn't be more excited to move on to this week's track of the week. Uh, We've said this before, but it really feels like for this piece of music, Mihito Yokota was taking what Koji did in Good A Galaxy, thinking about it, studying that, taking it as a blueprint, expanding upon it, uh, writing such a beautiful melody with so many great sections, again, with this really beautiful and emotional chorus that is used as one of the main themes of this game and of the series. Uh, if I had to pick one main, main, main theme, this is probably it. This is Gusty Garden Galaxy. Really nice use of acoustic guitar, which is an interesting sound that we don't really get anywhere else in the score. It's just an absolute classic. It has stood the test of time. You know, later Mario games such as, uh, wasn't it 3D World, where they hearken back to this melody as well? Yeah, and I would even say this is the absolute template for the main theme of Mario Odyssey by Nero Kubo. I mean, it has the same kind of acoustic guitar arrangement in very similar kind of uh, chord moments. I mean, the first time I heard that theme, I'm like, oh, it's another Mihito Yokota melody. We all thought that. All right. The absolute classic Gusty Garden Galaxy composed by Mihito Yokota.
this piece just keeps giving and giving until it's given everything it has. Gusty Garden Galaxy, you know, a piece of music of this caliber really only happens in some ways once in a lifetime. It's such a special, magical piece of music composed by Mihiro Yokota. Now that I'm listening to it, there's no question this is my favorite piece of music in the game. Uh, there's a reason why it is held up and beloved and used so many times in this Mario series. Wow, I, I don't even know yeah, I mean, what else to say about it. This is really like the theme of Super Mario Galaxy. It and is. you can tell by the time they got to Galaxy 2, it's sort of like, yeah, this is the, the theme this that is it. embodies the entire series. You know, one thing I will say is this is a case where this theme is probably 10 times better than the stage needed. Uh, this is right. not <laughs> one of my favorite stages. It's It's an okay stage. Um, I think Good Egg Galaxy is, is much better um, as an actual galaxy. Uh, so I think it's funny that by far the best piece of music in the game was used for this. I think they could I have taken time this, to maybe make this stage better. <laughs> I do think that uh, it's interesting. It's like the music's so good, you want the stage to be at the same quality. Right. I do think this music perfectly fits the stage. It does. You, know, the, you can tell it's like, I'm pretty sure the only reason that acoustic guitar is in there is that's an attempt to sort of capture some of the environment of the stage. Mm -hmm. But I sort of take it is Yokoto-san wrote this fantastic theme this kind of de facto Mario main theme, mm -hmm. and he just needed some place in the game to put it where he could have <laughs> another big orchestral piece. Well, I'll take it. And sort of it. he took oh this as God. his moment, but yeah. It's very clear. One thing that's interesting about this, um, which just do doesn't happen a lot in video game soundtracks, is it's very clear that this came from Good A Galaxy as a blueprint. I mean, the form of it is so similar, expanding to this right. really big emotional chorus. Uh, you know, if you look at how it's constructed... And even the rhythms of the chorus, -da 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 -da, is very similar to... But again, it's like one of those examples where I, I take my hat off because it's I better. think Mihiro Yokota created a piece of music that it, it's like more emotional and more catchy and he takes what Koji Kondo did with like a snare drum that and brings that into this almost flamenco guitar sound right. which it adds that other level of like eclecticism that to me feels like Mario and it's it's such a the the a melody has like this tragic evocative sound to it that this piece really takes you on a journey and i love the b section where it gets quieter and you have those harp glissandi. i think if i was coming up with like a top 10 list which would be really stupid but if i was coming up with like a top 10 list of like my all-time favorite vgm themes this would definitely be uh, on that list for sure let's move on uh to one of the bowser boss themes bowser so great good. koopa king well is this the first time that you fight bowser this particular theme yeah bowser great koopa king composed by mihiro yakoda <laughs> Thank you. 
You know, well, I'm curious to get your thoughts. This is always a track that reminded me of John Williams' work on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Mm, uh, do you sure. hear some of that scherzo for motorcycle vibes in this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this kind of meter that feels like you're almost hearing it in, in one, like mm-hmm. it's in sort of a three, four, but yet you can almost imagine in a compound meter, like one, two, three, four, I would one, always, two, you know, or you can just one, two, three, one, you know, two, three. I yeah. felt the same thing about that scherzo, and I also feel that about this i would love to hear this covered in like a rock band i don't know why i just think it would groove really hard having that kind of shuffle on the drums well what i love about this it's perfect for your first confrontation with bowser because there's like some sense of innocence you know that bouncy Mm -hmm. rhythm that feels like you're just kind of getting started yeah it's not a final i love the harmonic language here uh particularly the dissonant kind of introduction is so koji kondo i mean the use of those fourth harmonies some of the dissonances and i mean the, the whole development of this piece is just fantastic the bowser music the boss music in this game is absolutely outstanding and i think mihiro yakoda I mean, he's written some of my favorite melodies for Bowser. I also yeah. think about like his theme for Mario 3D World. I think that is way better than the uh, new theme for Mario Odyssey for Bowser. I mean, oh, that's for also sure. a great one, but like, man, yeah, Yukoda well, really knows how to write for this character. Really good about this theme is the particular arrangement, the orchestration choices, the use of that really big tam tam or gong sound in the beginning of this track is so perfect for this character and for this battle. Uh, so right. yeah, all the choices here are absolutely spot on. Well, and we have kind of a, a, a John Williamsy touch with this like piano obligato thing, like <laughs> you know that when that comes in, that's like right. could be ripped from like the Imperial March or something. It's Very it's Williams. so fantastic. Let's move on to a really great stage theme. This is Ghostly Galaxy, also known as Waltz of the Booze. Um, Really cool. I think this was definitely used as a template for later uh, ghost houses in the series, whether it's 3D World or um, what was the was there a, a theme kind of like this in Odyssey or am I mistaken? I, you know, that's the one thing. Odyssey didn't really have booze in it. It didn't have a ghost level. Okay. Um, I think the closest thing would maybe be like Bonneton that kind of uh, Danny Elfman sounding thing, but yeah, yeah there wasn't like this 3D kind of Waltz. world had had a yeah, theme. Yeah, 3D that was world has that like Right. All right, let's take a listen to Ghostly Galaxy.
a very underrated piece of music in my opinion. You guys are listening to Ghostly Galaxy, also known as Waltz of the Booze, and I'd love to talk a little bit about some of the instrumental choices. The way that he's using the theremin in this track is so brilliant because it's it's totally classical, really good part writing, good counterpoint, right. how it's used against the melody. Uh, I've never heard a theremin used in that way before. I think it's so fitting though and it's just it's so effective because you get the context of this spacey kind of creepy stage that's why he went with the theremin because it's very sci-fi and kind of over the top but yeah the way that it's used musically compositionally is doubly effective i don't know i just think that's it's very ingenious well and the thing that we have to say is it's probably not a real theremin you no. know it's probably just a setting on a synthesizer with a portamento sine wave that has tons vibrato. of reverb too because <laughs> an actual theremin i believe it's not an actual synthesizer it uses kind of like a radio signals radio waves almost but it's that kind of sound that bernard herman popularized in the day the earth stood still that it always has a ev- size always evoked to sci-fi and creepy but you know this piece is almost written in the model of the castle theme from uh yoshi's island with that kind of pits base and there's like an innocence to the creepiness almost yeah absolutely it's not gonna scare you that much you're still gonna have a good time i love when the violin melody comes in yeah because you're you're expecting to not hear a whole lot of real performance but then when that comes in it lets you know that you know, they're still taking this track very seriously. Yeah, what a good melody. It's so good. It's almost a nice waltz counterpart to the Rosalina theme. Absolutely. Let's move on to a nice change of pace. Um, This is a really good fire theme. I think similar to uh, desert themes, I think kind of lava, volcano fire themes in video games can be very obnoxious and very cliche. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised when I got to this stage uh, because I thought it's effective and it conveys a lot of those emotions that you would expect from this volcano stage. But I think it's just a good piece of music as well. This is Melty Molten Galaxy.
so good. You guys are listening to Melty Molten Galaxy. And I'm a really big fan of how he combines the orchestral elements. Uh, not very many of them, but just enough some of the brass and then some of the strings later with heavy synth um, and a lot of uh, very quirky and silly virtual instrument sounds. Well, and one of the greatest things about this track is the B section where you have yeah. the ya-da-da-da, ya-da-da-da-da. And it's then you beautiful. have that, that rhythmic idea functioning as the counter melody. Finally, again, this is another piece that up. reaches to a chorus. Yes, you know, the final the section is like mm-hmm. the chorus of a pop song. Yeah, and the orchestra's really singing full string octaves on the melody. And where before it was dissonant and uncertain now it's triumphant i think out of anything in the game this might be the most underrated piece of music um even for myself like it took me a while to really appreciate there's so many things going on i love the really rocking harmonized sitar melody when when it yeah. when it plays the second time it's harmonized that is so rocking um right. and you don't hear like a really strong backbeat necessarily because you just hear these kind of driving african drums um but it's just i could that could be covered in a rock band right and there's another piece that's in sort of a triple meter two three mm-hmm. one two three one two three what one. a great so it has track. that uneven sense about it but yeah the use of uh open harmonies you know we start off with open fifth harmonies mm-hmm. which there's something about it it has a hot sound to it it might just be because we associate it with you know arabian music or something and it's a completely a connotative thing but there's something about those pure parallel harmonies that it's it just so perfect for this atmosphere and then when that melody gets harmonized sort of a fourth below it reminds us of power chord you know rock harmony like carl said yeah but yeah every section of this piece is just so fantastic at underscoring the environment and the great thing about mario galaxy is as you progress through the level the stages change the environments become completely different and it's so effective having a piece of music that develops and grows and expands because it almost always feels like it fits perfectly the timing of the game you know you shoot off into the stars and now the full orchestra opens up as you're in a new section i will say that this is a case in the game where it felt like every single person working on the game was firing at all cylinders. One of my favorite stages. Yeah. Very, very creative stage. The music is perfectly fitting it, elevating it to that next level. I would argue maybe the best lava slash volcano theme I can think of from a video game. It's, right. it's incredible. Well, what's great about the Mario Galaxy music is even if it starts in a place of evoking a musical cliche, it mm-hmm. almost always opens up to this really earnest and full orchestral sound. You know, something like this. That final section. Yeah, it just keeps giving you that more and more. That could be a film music theme. You know, it does, that's there's nothing cliche about that. And that's what I love about it. It's like these are all pop songs that have catchy choruses. <laughs> Yeah, well, also, this piece doesn't need that final section, but it's a great bonus, you know? Right, and it it fits the idea of having a piece of music that's able to grow and develop. I think it makes you want to listen to it more, because each section pushes off into the next one in a natural way, and it... And that's a good point, Will, because this is a very difficult stage. And so um, the music is definitely motivating you to keep trying. Well, and I, to me, that final section gives me a sense of I'm almost at the end of the game. Because it's, yes. it's quite late in Super Mario Galaxy when you actually complete this stage. So I think there's that sense of like you're... you're you know, you're in the last act. So well, speak. speaking of the last act, this is the theme for the final stage just before you fight Bowser for the last time. This is Bowser's Galaxy Reactor. Mm-hmm. 
guys are listening to Bowser's Galaxy Reactor, composed by Mihito Yakoda. And again, it feels like at this point, I have a feeling this was composed very late in the project because it seems like Mihito Yakoda is kind of using everything he's learned in this project and putting it together. And that's kind of what you do as Mario in this stage. You have to use right. a lot of the techniques you've learned and mastered throughout this game. Very, very strong piece of music. Yeah, I love this piece. It's the one that feels most like film score to me mm -hmm. because of the thematic development. Um, it reuses the Mario Galaxy main theme in a solo trumpet later that's very triumphant. Right. But you could say this opening melodic statement is a transformation of it, but it gets back to what I'm saying about that sequence of notes being boom, so boom, boom, tied boom, together. Boom. Yeah, yeah that, that's the Bowser theme also from Mario 64. And it's funny, this melody, is it starts off almost identically as what Koji Kondo did in Super Mario Maker. Bum, 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 right. bum, 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 bum. You know, so I mean, I really think Yakoda-san is very much aware of the dual nature of that melody by using it in the yep. Bowser stage. But yeah, as the piece develops, it's like it's such an exciting, triumphant moment hearing the theme from the overture, hearing that Mario Galaxy melody return. It's almost that's the moment of capturing, you know, Mario as like the hero. Well, I mean, really, you can't overstate the importance of music in an experience like a game or a movie. It really kind of is the first thing to cue you in on what the emotion is. And I remember the first time I got to this final uh, galaxy hearing this track, I was so excited, so amped and motivated to complete this galaxy. It was just, oh my gosh, it was insane. Yeah, the music is just outstanding here. The stage is so great. It, it, this is one of those iconic video game moments. Dude, I don't know about you, but l this whole episode makes me just want to play Mario Galaxy. Like, Absolutely. I adore this game. Yeah, Galaxy is one of those games game where... It's just perfect. I can't even count how many times I've replayed it and beaten it, but every few years, you almost have this itch where, well, I gotta replay Galaxy again. It's just like something you and gotta do. And then when you do, you gotta play through the whole... Both the games... Of course, and naturally. Ugh. Man. All right. Uh, yeah, Galaxy I 2, love Mario. one of I, the best sequels ever. Um, if you're a fan of the first game, the fact that you get it on the same system, which is very rare for a Mario game, and you take everything that was good about the first one and just make it a little harder, more more exciting. Well, and what's interesting is I feel like all of us were expecting the second game to be less. Like, it would just be a little bonus. But what's great about Galaxy 2 is it's bigger. Yes. There's more orchestral music in the game. It, it goes mm -hmm. farther in directions. It's everything you'd want from a sequel. We have to do a follow-up episode on that for sure. Okay, yeah. last track of the day. This is Battle for the Grand Star. Here we go.
this track is such a special moment in the Mario series. Um, once that very first introduction theme wraps up, you start hearing this kind of synth electronic groove that feels like, oh, this is kind of like that classic, slightly obnoxious Mario boss vibe. But the fact that the orchestra plays on top of that, I don't know. I, I remember when that first happened in this game. It made me really smile because... It's such a cool combination. It's tying everything together that we love about Mario. Yeah. And yeah, just what an epic final showdown this is. Yeah, the harmonies are perfect. The fact of using this male chorus along with yeah. it is very so epic. powerful. I love the chords. I love the orchestration. Everything about this track is perfect. I love the sort of string melody in the timing of it because it actually yeah. it, it plays on the strong kind of downbeats, which is like you'd think it would almost be... Mm, but it's actually it's so driving isn't it and it really it feels kind of at odds with what that like synth bass line is doing it's really cool and groovy and I love the orchestra hits you know I can almost imagine you know Mario doing his little spin attack, hitting those rocks, and as they hit Bowser, you know. I mean, Mario has never gotten this epic before. I mean, we thought we were at the peak maybe with the Galaxy Reactor, but this just takes it to the, you know, 11. It just turns the knob up to 11 here. Right. Well, and I think Galaxy 2 almost goes even farther it in does. terms of epicness. Like, I remember, honestly, playing the final stage in Galaxy 2, I almost laughed. I'm like, the music is so epic. It's almost yeah. too epic for Is this for God Mario. of War or is this Mario <laughs> Galaxy 2? Yeah. Uh, guys, we had an absolute blast today. We have to do a follow-up to Galaxy 2 at some point. Um, yeah, there probably were some of you that were a little confused when, when you saw this announcement because, oh, wait, didn't they do a Galaxy episode? But it's great to be able to just focus on the score and here today 20 pieces of amazing music uh, from this game a lot of stuff we had to cut unfortunately uh, if you don't have the soundtrack you should definitely look into maybe getting it you can import it from uh, Japan it's a two disc soundtrack really really wonderful one of the absolute I think best video game soundtracks ever composed I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's home to some of the greatest melodies ever written. And it's some of the greatest melodies in a series that's known for having these iconic melodies. It's it's just fantastic. It's such a... It's a pinnacle moment, I think, for Nintendo, in my estimation. And it's... Yeah, it's one of my favorite childhood memories, honestly, playing through this game for the first time. And I think this... The, the Mario Galaxy music is so hugely influential to me as a composer. I think it was probably the number one thing that made me want to be an orchestral composer. Yeah. Like, listening to the music from Mario Galaxy... It, so inspiring. It, it was like... It, it presented the orchestra in a way that I'd never heard before, and it made it seem so accessible for the type of music that I was such a fan of. And yeah. I, I really feel like this opened my mind to the orchestra as something that I would want to write for and that could still be like vibrant and vital and relevant and modern without being like corny. You know, it didn't sound like a pops orchestra. That's wonderful. It's just, it's so fantastic. We're going to play you guys out with a delightful piece of music. It's birth. Um, and this is, has a lot of great themes in it, but again, it's using what we're deciding as the main theme. You're going to hear that gusty garden melody, 
um, in this, uh, but it's a nice kind of ambient piano version. Very beautiful way to play you guys out. Again, this is composed by Mihito Yokota. Thank you so much for joining us today. What a treat this was. Absolutely. Yeah, I had an absolute blast. I want to do Galaxy 2 next week. I just, I can't get enough (laughs) Galaxy. We will do it soon enough. Thanks to all of our lovely patrons for your continued support. Thanks to everyone for leaving uh, reviews and, and rating and subscribing on iTunes. Very helpful. Thanks to all the delightful emails and comments we get from everybody. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. And again, great job, everybody, on the recent listener show and tell episode really wonderful playlist and look forward to more of those episodes in the future and more episodes in general. We have some really fun stuff in store. Uh, One thing we always look forward to, which is going to be coming in a few months is our Nintendo month. So if you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes on Nintendo stuff, look forward to that every November. So that is coming. All right. And we have some good ideas this year. I think, I think that's just about does it. My name is Carl Brueggemann and I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>